this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. You know, we're all approaching the end of the year. and This is when most of us start thinking about, you know, our plans and our goals, what we want to see happen in the new year. And one of those goals that you might have is to start saving for your kid's education. And maybe it's not even your kid. Maybe it's like a family member. I know for me, I'm thinking about my little niece. She's just about to turn one years old. I'm like, you know what? She's going to be going to Harvard, Yale, Princeton, all the schools. So I got to save up a lot of money to help them out. And to help us learn a little bit more about 529 plans, which are one of the more popular ways to save for education, I'm joined by the one and only Mark Russell, founder of Better Wallet, host of the Better Wallet podcast, which I recently got to be a guest on. Mark, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. You know, after college, you worked as a licensed stockbroker, financial advisor, and you also worked for Vanguard in the actual 529 department. So I feel that makes you very qualified to be talking about all of this. Just give us the basics to start things out here. What is a 529 plan? Definitely. So 529 is a section of the IRS code. And in that IRS code, the IRS basically says, well, you can have these accounts and their tax advantage, right? You put money in that is after tax, the money grows tax-free. And then when you take the money out, you can use it for college expenses, higher education expenses, you know, tuition board, a certificate program, whatever it might be. But when you're investing very similar to like a Roth IRA in general, you just want to try to escape as many taxes as possible legally. Um, <laughs> and the 529 account is really good, a uh, good, really good way of going about investing for your kids over the long term. You know, you mentioned something interesting there, because I think a lot of times when people hear about 529 plans, if you've heard about them at all, it feels like they're very restrictive, like, like, oh, I, maybe I shouldn't do this because what if my kid doesn't go to college and I've just wasted this money and it's just there and I can't get to it. But that's not true, right? It's not as, I guess, restrictive as it sounds. Not true at all. Yeah. So the way I would think about it is if you want your kid to go off and get a higher education at all, then you should consider a 529 plan because you can use it for college for sure. But certain states, you can actually use it for elementary school. You can use it for private school. You can also use a 529 plan for, um, you know, if your kid goes off to a trade school or a certification program, right? So if your kid is really into computer science and they want to go and get a certification to one day work for Amazon, whoever it might be, you can use a 529 money for that. I've even heard if you planned it for a specific one of your kids and they decide they're not going to do any of those things, you still have options too after that, right? Yep. So within the IRS code, they mentioned that you can obviously use it for your kid. You can go off to school. Your spouse can go off to school. If your uncle Ben wants to go off to school, (laughs) they can use, they can transfer the money tax free to uncle Ben and he can go off and get a certification or go to trade school, whatever it might be. So the role is up to first cousins. So you can transfer to them. You mentioned something about the rules could be different depending on what state you're in. Mm. That's the case, right? That each, but not maybe not each state, or maybe you can, you can clarify for me that multiple states have their own 529 plans that they administer. Yep. So mm. when you go and you open up a 529 plan, each state has its own 529 plan. So I'm in Georgia, but I used to live in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has their own 529 plan that you can buy into. And you're right, depending on which state that you're in, the core of a 529 plan is still the same. Like you can use it for certain expenses, whatever. But the state tax deduction that you also get with a 529 plan could be different depending on whatever state you're in. For example, in Pennsylvania, I can 
get a state tax deduction. Or Pennsylvania also has what they call state tax parity, where I can open up a 529 plan in New York and use their state tax benefits as if they were my own. So, for example, my 529 plan that I have for my future child is through New York, even though I was in Pennsylvania. Because Pennsylvania has state tax parity, I get that state tax deduction, which is $5,000 for someone filing singly, is $5,000 every single year if I put in $5,000. Okay, that's good to know. You know, that leads me right into this question I got from, I hope I'm saying this right, Moy underscore Gons on uh, Instagram. They want to know, do I have to purchase my state's 529 plan? And it sounds like the answer is no. You're not restricted to just the state you live in. You do not. Number one, look into your own state tax benefits first or the state plan first. A lot of times people go in and invest into 529s in other states. Hmm. Sure, you can look at your own state tax and or your state benefits that come along with your 529 plan. But yeah, you can look like let's say you don't care about the state tax benefits that come along with like Pennsylvania. You can look at Nevada, you can look at New York, you can look at Colorado if there's something about that plan that you like better than others. For example, um, when I was at Vanguard, some people said, hey, like I'm in New York and I know New York has their own 529 plan. However, I like how the Colorado plan is structured because of the different investment choices that I get then they will go into that Colorado plan instead of the New York one. So you're not limited to your own state plan with a traditional 529 plan. One thing that has crossed my mind is I know there's different plans depending on the different states that you're in. What are the differences between them? I mean, obviously I'm not, you know, I don't need you to like, have memorized all the differences, but like mm-hmm. how could there possibly be a difference between a Pennsylvania 529 and a New York 529 plan? Yeah. So the core of it is basically the same. I kind of mentioned that earlier, but the difference between, let's say, a New York 529 plan and let's say the Pennsylvania 529 plan, because I know they're they're relatively different with the New York 529 plan. They work with Vanguard. As last time I checked, that was their investment manager. They do the investments and they're good at it. Right. The Pennsylvania 529 plan, I believe, I have to double check this, but let's just say they, they work with another asset manager. So if you're not a fan of that asset manager for whatever reason, that could be one reason to go with one over another. Other than that, you have to also consider the, I mean, the state tax benefits, as we mentioned, um, that could be different. So in New York, it's 5000 if you're filing singly and uh, ten. Thousand as the deduction, your state tax deduction, if you are married, filing jointly. And I believe it's different within Pennsylvania. I want to say it's less. And I think that was the reason why I'm going with New York in the first place. But as it relates to the 529 plan of Pennsylvania and, and California, relatively the same. Got Just the, the inner workings of it might be different. Okay, so it's it's almost as if it's like uh, choosing between a different. Tell me if this makes sense too. If, tell mm-hmm. me if I'm completely wrong and off base on this one. But if choosing uh, 529s from different states could be similar to choosing to open a brokerage account with different companies like Fidelity right. or Vanguard type of like something like that. Like you're choosing the brokerage account is the same, and the investments might be different, and the platform might be different, right? That makes sense because sometimes that, that that even confuses me. I'm like, okay, so why why I'm in California? Why would I choose to go with another states? But it could be that maybe. 
I'm at a state that has expensive uh, investment options or right. you know, they've got a, got a history of controversy or something that I found yeah. out about. Like there could be reasons why you choose to go with another state's 529. Yeah, that has also been a factor. There are some limitations depending on what state you're in if you're using the money for K through 12. So uh, okay. one big rule that came out maybe I want to say five years ago is that you are now able to use the 529 money for educational expenses for someone between, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade. So, you know, they need to buy uniforms or they need to buy laptops, which is like a thing now. There are 12 different states that do not allow you to use your 529 money for K through 12, California being one of them. Shocker. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But there are five states that allow 529 money to be used for homeschooling, and California happens to be one of them. Why? How that makes sense, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like for a Californian, you're like, that makes sense for <laughs> how we work things here. But yeah, the, California happens to be a state where they cannot use it for K through 12, but they can use the 529 money and get the same tax deductions or the same tax benefits as a normal 529 um, if they are being homeschooled. Got it. Before we get out of here, I always like to ask, you know, what do you have going on? Anything people can come check out? Any new projects? Anything going on the podcast you want to share with us before we leave? Definitely, definitely. Go to at Better Wallet on Instagram. Send me a DM. Just say hi. As you come in, like, follow me. Like, I talk all about personal finance. Uh, send me a DM. Like, I like to get to know, like, all my, my followers and, and, you know, people I'm connecting with things that are coming up, I am hosting a webinar. So by the time this comes out, there'll probably be a webinar at the end of the month of the month that this comes out. We talk all about index funds. If you like learning about index funds, how they work, um, how to streamline your finances so you can invest more in the index funds, join that webinar. Um, then other than that, like I have the podcast going on as well, where I'm helping to demystify the topic of finance so we can, again, invest more for us and for our family. Now, I'll put links to everything in the show notes so that way people can go easily find you. Uh, Mark is a great guy, uh, has a ton of experience, ton of knowledge. So I recommend you reaching out to him and, and follow along with what he's doing and listen to the podcast. Because, uh, you know, if, if you're like me and you just learned a lot about 529, you can learn about a lot more by going and uh, checking out what he's doing over Better Wallet. So, Mark, thanks so much for joining me. It was, as always, it was always great talking with you. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.